Hello everyone, and welcome to Toonami Therapy. Today on August 9th of 2022, I'm Michael. I'm Tommy. We're here to be talking about some anime stuff we've been watching. Some of them on Toonami. Actually, mo most of them on Toonami, because for various reasons, we've kind of been taking breaks on not actually on watching non-Toonami stuff. But hopefully we'll, be, we'll get more back to that soon. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, you didn't watch, um, Primal this week, I know, uh, so I'll just say quickly, uh, what happened, um, so it turned out the growling was a bunch of, like, actually I can't remember what kind of animals they were, but the Viking guys were riding them, and they attacked Spear and Fang, who have to fight them, um, off, and, um, because they're the main characters, they're able to get all sorts of slashes while the enemies basically get decapitated with one slash, <laughs> um also although they get hurt a lot these these guys in this episode take more abuse than a jojo character <laughs> um i will say one there was one really great joke and that's the part where after the bad guys are attacking fang shows up and he jumps onto the roof of one of the um houses and he's Oh, no, wait. No, wait. Fang's a she. Sorry. And uh, mm -hmm. she's uh, going, Rah! and then <laughs> the roof collapses under her weight. Mm -hmm. it, it was actually a really great joke. But other than that, basically, they managed to kill everyone. But then one of the um, some of the other Vikings like uh, come there and then they basically and one of them like finds out, oh, wow, Fang. Uh, sorry, Spear and Fang killed everyone, including, uh, well, his uh, wife and apparently kid, who, for the record, were attacking Spear, so it wasn't completely just doing that. And they're like, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna take uh, vengeance after them. And uh, yeah, so I guess those guys are after them now. And uh, so yeah, you really didn't miss too much, uh, honestly. <laughs> the action sequence w went on too long. Like, the mm -hmm. first half was, like, this big action sequence. It just kept going on and on. And, uh, like I said, them taking more damage than a JoJo character does. Uh-huh. Um, is there any dialogue? Uh, I think there were a few bits among some of the Viking stuff, I, I, but most, but not much. Mostly it was just, like, the guy, like, kind of um, seeing everyone dead, like, you know, who's coming back, the one who's, like, going to be after Spear and Fang, and, like, you know, just shouting someone's name while looking for them. Um, mm -hmm. Was it Rika? I think that was what he was looking for. Um, but, yeah. So, this episode did have a lot of humans, and uh, I've said, like, oh, they're the best when they've got more humans. Well, not so much in this one, but still better than most of the stuff in the first season, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we got that. Um, and that was Primal Episode 14. Okay, on to the stuff that we both watched. Um, we got Yashihime Episode 26. So... At, we are back into our new season. We managed to get, uh, we resolved the cliffhanger at the end of the previous one. So now we're going to go forward and we're going to really advance the plot and know we're going to get a Monster of the Week episode. <laughs> um, in, in which they basically uh, go up against um, uh, a villain who's able to kill people by, uh, if they look at her, I think was basically how it um, went, I guess, like a Medusa thing, but then they mm -hmm. managed to, um, but anyway, they managed to, uh, like, win, and then it turned out the whole 
thing was like, oh, well, I wasn't, like, evil. Exact. I mean, I, they were, but it was because of reasons, and they got all evil, and I, I, I don't know. It's a happy ending, the end. <laughs> yeah, I thought it wasn't bad. Um, I, I thought it was a little cliche, you know, it's like, Boy, I've never seen an enemy before that you can't look at, you know. I mean, it's not like that's never been used before. But um, I I liked how Toa just pulled out those sunglasses, which then begs the question, is it really her looking at her or is it eye contact, you know? Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly um what what it really is but um yeah i i thought it was a pretty okay episode um i am still anxious to get inuyasa and kagome back and um obviously we've been waiting so long for them to reunite with Inuyasa and Kagome, and uh, they're just kind of teasing us by just throwing out a Monster of the Week episode to uh, <laughs> make things take a little longer. So, yeah, I I I know there's going to be better parts of this season based on what I saw not spoilers, but just from excitement level from Inuyasa fans. So I know it's going to get better. Hopefully we can get to the better stuff quicker. Yeah, I mean, I know there is some stuff that I'm interested in because, well, ironically, um, I remember the site that was that had some episode reviews, and of course they had they like put in the picture for the episode a spoiler, mm-hmm. not the kind of spoiler you could um like guess at, like oh, uh, oh yeah yeah Inuyasha does show up again. I, that's not really a spoiler. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. There's this thing. There's this picture of him with Moraha, and uh, so that's not the thing. It but the fact that it showed me. Oh, so it happens by this episode. Okay, that's a more of a spoiler. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. As far as you know, I guess uh, monsters of the week stuff go. It was okay. It's just uh, yeah. I do want to get more of the older characters being back. I mean, we, we've just had Sashomaru kind of just pop up now and then to, you know, be all uh, quiet for the most part and then leave. Okay, so we've got Lupin the Third, Part 6, Episode 15. All right. Considering how much this focuses on your favorite character, do you want to um cover do the recap or should I? You can do it. Okay. Ah, darn it! I thought that would be a great ploy to make you um do it because I'm uh, so I wouldn't do a bad job. But okay. So basically, they um <clears throat> Lupin wants to steal this uh this uh uh this uh jewel that they uh saw on the internet. And it's um, and it's going to be uh, given to uh, this this woman for like her wedding or something, 
and Jigen's not interested because he actually knew her and she saved him. And uh, but and apparently actually were a couple though they kind of broke up. Ultimately, so then uh, Jigen notices that one of the uh, guys at going to the wedding is this person is this bad guy. So he kind so he showed goes there and um, well he does Jigen things to stop the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, then ultimately, uh, it turns out that whole thing um with with uh her she she was the one who put the thing online because it was a plan because she knew Lupin and Jigen would see it and that would have Jigen be around so she could see him again even if you know it was just through a a, a mirror and uh stuff and uh then she gives uh him the jewel thing anyway and Lupin gives it to Jigen and Jigen just throws it away and says eh, I don't like uh uh, I can't like, I can't remember the exactly what he says, but he says I'm not th- that he doesn't like that kind, and Lupin's just like what? And that was the episode, basically. Yeah, so uh, we finally got the Jigen spinoff. I've been waiting for all this time, so we finally got this episode, but it felt like a big waste of time, and I, I. I had uh, I had a feeling early in the episode that this was going to be like that one episode of Cowboy Bebop where Jet Black, who's basically the same character as Jigen, <laughs> they really are. They're the same character, and um, he like finds out about his past and stuff. But I thought Cowboy Bebop did theirs a whole lot better than this one. Um, yeah, the fact that he just throws the thing in the river at the end, it was predictable, yet it was just disappointing. It, it just made me feel like, wow, we just had half an episode for no reason at all, or half an hour for no reason at all. And uh, but, but that was the thing that got me with Cowboy Bebop, because that show did the same thing. They spend a whole half hour trying to get the bounty on someone and then at the end, like, not get anything from it. So this felt very much like a Cowboy Bebop episode, but not a very good one. So um, I, I wouldn't compare it negatively if this had been released before Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. but um, obviously Lupin the Third is older, but this part six is not older. So, um, yeah, I feel it's fair to criticize it. I think it was just okay. It wasn't bad. It just felt kind of pointless to me. Well, I mean, I guess... I don't necessarily mind him, like, kind of throwing it away, because it's kind of a funny joke, and ultimately, I mean, if they had gotten it, like, would it have made that much of a difference? They, Whenever they get stuff, they just kind of have it, and then that's it. And then it's, like, almost never mentioned again. So, but yeah, I, I see your point. Um, so, let's see. So, yeah, that's basically... 
it from what I can recall. I don't think I have anything to really add to it. Um, okay. So then we'll move on to One Piece episodes. Uh, which episodes are we on now? Uh, 571 to 572. So we find out the whole thing about how uh, the... Um, <clears throat> the uh yeah so big mom one of the emperors of the uh sea the four emperors I, I think that's what they're um called basically wants the candy um oh yeah because she demands the candy because that's the exchange for her sort of protection and stuff and uh, she gets upset that they don't have it she and luffy end up talking and luffy using his peerless um uh negotiation skills well not really but basically says that he ate the candy so she gets angry at him instead of them which uh, i guess solves the problem essentially um so we managed to get through all so basically things are fine for the fish um people and um it, it, at least it seems because big mom says that she'll be going after luffy or whatever uh then after that's taken um, care of, I'm trying to remember was was I I know there's a part where they get all that stuff and uh, and then Luffy then Luffy and the others I think actually go and then we find out we cut over to uh, Smoker and Tashigi two characters you won't recognize because they haven't shown up in like forever. Mm-hmm. And weren't he in the parts you watched? Although he's smoker now, unlike the four kids dub where they called him Chaser because smoking. Um, actually, it's kind of funny because they, of course, had to edit it and stuff. So in the so when they uh, aired that originally all those years ago, well, they called him Chaser, and then they edited out the um, cigarettes. But the problem is that made it so that his mouth was always weirdly half open whenever he was um. <laughs> On screen, but uh, this well, it's airing on Adult Swim, so they can get away with it. So we see them, and it's like, yeah, they're they're around. They'll probably show up again soon. And uh, yeah, that's our episodes. Um. Well, um, I wanted to point out that there was this really great moment in this episode where, um. Uh, they pad things out like really badly where whenever Luffy's on that phone, that snail phone or whatever it was, I mean, it was about as poorly padded out as I've ever seen. They had like expressions on every single character and they just like kept on going around. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is, uh, <laughs> this is too obvious that they're padding it out now. I mean, that uh, they're really stalling for time. Um, I do want to say though that, in a weird way, I ended up liking the episodes a lot. I don't know why, um, but I felt like these were actually pretty entertaining episodes, which. 
I'll probably regret saying that, but um, yeah, I thought they weren't bad. Hmm. Yeah, we we were introduced to Big Mom, and uh, she doesn't, or Charlotte Linlin is her actual name, although I don't think she actually, maybe she shows up again, but she doesn't actually end up doing much until like two arcs after this um, one, and remember how long these arcs are, so... Well, One Piece has this tendency, I, I've started to notice, especially with retrospect, to introduce someone and then say, anyway, we'll see them for real two arcs from now. Like Jinbei? Jinbei, uh, not exactly Jinbei, more like they show up and they're teased and then they just kind of disappear for a while. Jinbei, at least in this arc, you know, he he showed up and did stuff. I The other character I remember is, I if I remember correctly, Kaido. He did, hasn't shown up yet. He, like, gets teased. And then, like, one or two arcs later, it's like, okay, now we're going to have the big arc that actually focuses on him. Um, the the uh, Wano arc. And, oh, man, that that one, that was an arc that went on too long. Okay. Well, yeah, any... Um, I... I... I forgot what I was going to say. It was something about One Piece... Um. Yeah, I forget. Never mind. <laughs> I will say that I didn't see much. I didn't really notice the padding the way you did. Well, maybe I. I maybe I've just become numb to it at this point. <laughs> it, it's it's more like I like I see stuff is padded, and I'm like, okay, wow, this is taking longer than it needs to. But I just don't take notice of when I of like the oh yeah, they're making sure to show reactions to everyone. I just don't notice that anymore. Maybe like I said, I've just become numb to it. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll be uh we're almost done with this one, and then I guess we'll be going into the next arc, which um. I'm seeing this stuff. I'm looking at this stuff. It's, uh, oh, I think we might actually, um, uh, be in for, I'm not sure if the upcoming stuff is filler or not. There's like a mini arc of four episodes, which I might, which might be, but I'm not sure. I'd, I'd have to look it up, but we're not going to be there. Um, yeah, we still got a little left of this arc. Yeah. The good thing for me is that I have a hard time. Uh, figuring out whether it's filler or not. So, I mean, if it's good filler, then it's just as good as padded out episodes, I guess. But we'll see. Yeah. So, I guess that's one piece we we did. I, I thought Big Mom made a decent enough impression so far, but. Uh, like I said, we I don't think we see much of her for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so now we've gotten that. Uh and then that's the um the the tsunami stuff. Uh I guess we can talk about the the non tsunami stuff. So uh we'll go on to uh Birdie Wing episode six. Yeah, so basically, uh, Eve is getting, her friends, I guess, are having their place torn down because they're too poor, and um, basically, she tries to get money for them by playing golf, 
because she's basically a hustler. And then they kind of get her involved with the mafia and Catherine. And then she ends up hired by Catherine's enemies to play golf against her. So all, all this is to say that golf kind of doesn't matter anymore. And, and all it is, is, is a bunch of uh, bad guys and even worse bad guys getting into it with each other. So, um, yeah, I didn't like this episode that much. I prefer whenever they focus on the golf. There was a little bit of Owie seen in this episode, and she, she seems like a stalker, like she's obsessed with Eve now. That's all she ever thinks about. That's all she ever talks about is Eve. She, she never, uh, <laughs> I mean, she, she's just obsessed with Eve, and I can't figure out why. Like, maybe there's a romance angle coming down the line. I don't know, but she, she really has an obsession with her. So, yeah, I didn't really like this episode that much. Uh, well, I did, but a lot of it was just kind of me thinking, okay, this is completely insane, and I kind of just... It's its hard for me to say whether I enjoyed it on an ironic or unironic basis, because I don't know if this stuff is supposed to be so absurd it's funny or not. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because if that's like the joke, if it's supposed to be, yes, like transforming golf courses, mafia, gangs, deciding uh, like uh, conflicts by having people play golf, that's stupid and that's why it's funny. Then I'm, you know, then it's unironic. But if they are doing this straight face, then I'm thinking, okay, this is uh, ironically enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. Have you uh, heard anything about real life golf lately? Lots of lawyers and lawsuits and um, people suing. Yeah, golf right now, the professional golf is a complete mess right now. So I thought, yeah, this this show is kind of appropriate in the context of today's golf. Although it's the men's golf that's all... Uh, messed up right now so i'm like yeah this isn't uh that far-fetched because what's going on in real life is so surreal that um i can almost see something like this happening so yeah um i i thought uh uh viper being back she was kind of um fun or whatever um or i can't remember how you actually uh what was that it yeah um she was kind of uh fun to see back i don't know why she has fangs um that's just so weird but yeah so we got this um it is a little weird that eve ended up joining the the other guy this time but i guess we'll see what happens are we gonna um are we going to have the underground transforming a uh, golf course again? I hope so. <laughs> okay, so 
yeah, I guess we'll see a bit more on that. But yeah, Aoi's like obsession with Eve is kind of weird. I don't, I, I guess it's just because, oh, hey, she's the one person who can give me a challenge, or at least among the people her age, but we don't, uh, I guess that's what it's supposed to be. I mean, it's like, this, the, this is the kind of thing you still often see in these sort of animes where one character is just weirdly obsessed about uh, their rival in this way. Um, Naruto and Sasuke. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But I, And then I was stopping to think, man, that's true. But it seems like this mo usually like the um, like the, the guys who have that. I, I don't know if I've seen it with like girls before um, this as much. Mm -hmm. Um. But maybe I maybe I'm just forgetting some stuff. Wasn't it, maybe there's some of that in um oh what was it called? Ah uh, like mm, oh man I saw that thing so long ago um like magical lyrical girl Nanaha or oh wow I looked it up I actually remember the title right it's magical girl lyrical Nanoha. there was something of that I think um. Anyway, man, I can barely remember that show. The only, the only thing I remember, uh, the main thing I remember in truth was the fact that they, their weapons, like, when they did the transformations, would say stuff, except it would be in English. And I remember reading, oh, yeah, the reason that it's that when they say the English thing, it actually sounds normal is because they actually got people who, you know, were fluent in English to give those lines. Um, you know, unlike the usual part where, like, well, when you hear stuff like Bleach's fourth opening, the one that's like to the tonight one, the one that's all in English and has stuff like woke, but but it just sounds like the character, like the singer, is like just trying to make the sounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the one that starts with the lyric "woke up with yawn this morning." Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, we got that. Then I guess we can talk about Rent a Girlfriend, which for. Uh, reasons we ended up just kind of going through quickly because you kind of jumped ahead and watched a bunch and then I was like okay I guess I'll catch up and uh, now I caught up and we finished the first season um, I yep. guess so yep. that I guess this is us discussing episodes 5 through 12 um, uh, didn't, didn't you talk about most of those episodes last week I talked about some of them, but most of them with just me, like, giving it a kind of stream of consciousness. Hey, here's some random thoughts I had when I watched the episodes. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't even know how to, like, go through the plot stuff. Um, there's a lot of, uh, basically, where we sort of left off. Okay, so we introduce another girl who wants to be Kazuya's girlfriend because it's confusing. I guess it's because he just makes her heart race, literally. Um, then there's that stuff with um, Chizuru, like who want, who's going to be try to be in a movie or something. There's um, another girl who is really shy who gets introduced. And... Um, it's and the last who's who is the person that Kazuya went out with first? Mommy was that her mm -hmm. name? Yeah. Okay, and she's like kind of confusing about whether she's like what her thoughts are. Like when she's like telling um uh Chizuru, I can't believe I'm remembering all these names. Uh, 
when she's telling her, you need to like stop pretending to be that, but I'm not sure if she's actually doing it. Why, if she's doing it because, oh, she's angry at Kazuya or, oh, she actually might still have a thing for him or, oh, she actually thinks it's like a bad thing or whatever. It's, it's kind of unclear. And then we kind of end the season like, I can't even just say stuff is unresolved. It's just like, obviously we're not going to like have, you know, the main plot of, Oh, who does Kazuya end up with or any of that sort of stuff uh, settled. But it just feels like it just, it's not even like an end of an arc or anything. It just feels like it just kind of stops. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the end of an episode and they're like, okay, what's, what's next season? Which, of course, we can now, but um, I thought it was a really weird way to end this season. Um, plus, I was really confused about this thing, how Mommy is able to rent Chizuru. Like, so C doesn't specify whether, whether or not he's going to be a girlfriend and she's like okay she can be a girlfriend the girls too and not just guys like is that you would think there would be some sort of like uh unless unless that's the way she rolls you know <laughs> but but i mean uh th that was weird i thought that was really weird and um yeah, I, I, I like that there's a character who, who actually likes Kazuya. Um, that would be Ruka, because I guess she has an irregular heartbeat. I, I don't really understand that, but, um, yeah, she. It's it's nice having a girl who actually likes him and is obviously never going to be liked by him. I I I, I think you always need that character whenever you're doing a harem. You you always need that character who's gonna get jilted. And um I mean obviously even even if it wasn't so obvious, I would still want Kazuya and Chizuru to be together because I just, I like the way they uh, fit together. But, um, yeah, so I... I enjoyed it for what it was. It's just romantic comedy, you know. It's nothing. It's nothing serious. Um, you can't really um, analyze it all that much. I I just liked it for what it was, and you know that's it. I thought it was okay. It's um, I did remember seeing, and I saw some of this like, even while watching it. A bunch of people really like don't like this uh, series or make fun of it. But from what I can tell, a lot of that is due to stuff that happens later on, you know, past the anime. And um, and I can definitely see how 
if the series doesn't really make progress, that's apparently one of the criticisms. The fact that the series just kind of doesn't move forward much. And I can see mm -hmm. how after you get like past 250 chapters, that can really start to feel annoying. Um, but I, if I judge it just by the anime, I thought it was, it was okay. I, I didn't dislike it. There were some fun, um, things there. I, I really could have, I've said it before. I could have gone my whole life without having that like one and a half minute scene of Akazia, <laughs> um, jerking off. I, I, uh, and, um, so there's, but the other thing is that, so I didn't see their anime versions, which I heard weren't as good as a manga, maybe. Uh, but on, in terms of this sort of, okay, the harem comedy romance series, I did read all this manga. It was a, uh, We Never Learn, also called Boku Ben. And uh, also a lot of Nisekoi, not all of it, but... Uh, there's a certain part that I just kind of read from that point to the end. And I also went back and read some of the beginning stuff, although there's still a bunch of stuff in the middle. I haven't seen. And after though, I, I just feel like those were just much better than, um, this there. Like the, the characters were more interesting. The plots worked a little better. The jokes were so, I mean, this was okay, but I just kind of feel having seen better stuff in this genre, I, I just kept comparing it sort of unfavorably, especially to Nisekoi, because I can like, because that one is the one that seems to have more of the uh, parallels. It's, uh, have you ever seen Nisekoi or know much about it? No, I don't. Okay, it's another one. Basically the plot is that for these, um, is that the main uh, care, you know, <laughs> so R Raku and Chiktoge are both like the there's actually this, uh, um, they basically have to, for reasons, um, pretend, uh, kind of like this, to pretend to be in a rela relationship to, uh, and uh, stuff, even, even though they don't really like each other. And Raku also is actually pining for this other girl he knows, but he can't do anything because they have to pretend they're in a relationship to everyone. And, you know, then there's some other girls involved. And uh, so you can see there's a whole, hey, we got to pretend being in a relationship stuff and, but I don't know. I just thought it was a little better. Honestly, it made me think maybe I should go in, or maybe I should even recommend we watch Nisekoi, but the anime has the pro well, it's only subtitled and also it's well, like most, uh, a lot of series, the anime just kind of ends midway through without all the key stuff resolved. The manga does that eventually, but the anime is one of those things where, well, if you want to know what happens and who he ends up with and what's the resolution with these, like, things we've been teasing, well, you better read the manga. So, I guess that's the thing there. Um, I, I don't know if I've actually seen any sort of harem comedy, uh like anime um stuff that i that i watch much of i, I watch tenchi universe but i don't remember everyone always says oh it's a harem that series i don't recall there's i only it was more of a love triangle because i only remember ryoko and ayaka seeming to have feelings for tenchi but may i didn't see much of the all original series tenchi muyo so maybe that had more of that yeah it definitely had i thought there was even more of that in tenchi universe itself it's just they weren't they may not have been like super romantic about it, but they kind of uh did do the harm thing, so 
Um, yeah, it, I, it does remind me of this show, uh, Tenchi, and that's probably why I like it so much is because it reminds me of Tenchi. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's hearing me that there's a lot of girls involved, but I don't remember <laughs> anything like in terms of much romance other than just Ayaka and Ryoko. I don't remember. Look, I saw this series, what, 20 years ago. Maybe I'm misremembering, but that was the impression I had. But yeah, I, I, it's, I didn't think this was a bad show. It was okay. I even, yeah, I'd, I'd say it's between okay and decent. I, I just mm-hmm. keep mentally ref- comparing it to other ones that I've seen of this sort of things that I thought did it better, like Nisekoi being the obvious one. I will say if you like this show, I would recommend uh, Nisekoi, at least the manga. I, I don't know how the anime um, works out. I I mean, I guess you could watch the anime and then switch to the manga, but have you ever actually switched to the manga after watching an anime to see how it ended? Yeah. I oh, have. really? Yeah, Inuyasha. <laughs> oh, you read the manga for Inuyasha? I didn't know that. I read the end of it, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so I don't know if I have too much else to say about it. Uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I, I... The anime itself, yeah, I would say it was decent. I have some... I'm not sure how much more interesting it would stay based on what I've heard. Although, again, what I've heard, I just keep saying I've heard. Um, the the arc about the movie I've heard is decent, or at least. So what I saw people say, yeah, the movie's uh, arc's pretty good, but then they just kind of reset stuff after it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I've heard. I I don't want, like I said, I don't want to judge this based on stuff that happens afterwards. Yeah. Um. I I, I especially. Especially because I don't have first-hand experience of it. I'm just saying people say. The anime itself, eh, it was okay. It had some stuff I didn't particularly um, like, but it 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 worked well enough. Kept my interest in some um, things. So, yeah, I'd say, yeah, decent. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so that would be Rent-A-Girlfriend. Uh finished with that uh we won't be replacing with anything quite yet what we're Mm -hmm. going to what we're planning to do and maybe we'll change your mind because we've done that before (laughs) but we're going to um we're going to get we're going to return to the fate stay night heavens feel uh movies so we'll be covering we plan to the first two movies next uh for next week because we've got some extra time to go because uh, we're recording Tuesday, and we'll after this we're going to go back to Thursday for our normal uh, right. time, which would give us time for two, especially considering the only thing we're watching otherwise is Birdie Wings. So, mm-hmm. so that's what we're going to try to do, and then after that we'll finally be adding something probably. Okay, so uh, anything else to talk about? I feel like I had something, but I forgot what it was. I don't have anything. Uh, yeah, I don't have too much else to say, I guess. So that's been our episode. And um, top three. Right, top three. That is what I always forget. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I watched Run a Girlfriend 
like two weeks ago, so um, it's not going to be included in this week's um, rankings. So per, I'll, I'll start with third place. Third place, I will put Yasihime. Second place, I'll put Birdie Wing. And number one for this week, which doesn't make any sense, but it, it was One Piece. One Piece was my number one show of the week. I don't know why. I I just seem to enjoy One Piece this week. Maybe it was unintentional humor. I don't know. But, yeah, One Piece is my pick for this week. Okay. Whew. It's really hard to evaluate Birdie Wing when I, like, watched three or four episodes. But uh, I guess if I just... I guess I'll just try to count consider the last episode of the season, although that wasn't a very good episode, so... Uh, I, I guess for the top threes, I'll have... Um, I guess I'll just go... I have I have ideas and then I um suddenly start reconsidering them. I, I guess I'll go Lupin third, One Piece second, uh, Birdie Wing first. It wasn't. It was I think kind of a bit of a soft week on the whole if I count with all those things. But that would be the order they go in. Mm-hmm. Even if much of my Birdie Wing enjoyment was was just uh, uh like the. The, the silliness of, oh, hey, this was a golf series. Well, now we're getting into mafia stuff. <laughs> Although we learning a bit of Eve's backstory, which I didn't mention, uh, which yeah. we didn't mention, that was kind of interesting, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that was, yeah. Okay, so that will be our um, podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll... Since there's nothing else that I can think of offhand to say, even though I thought there was, but uh, I guess that's it, and we'll see you. Uh, wait, what was? And we'll see you. Uh, okay, never mind about that. And we'll see you next week. Bye, me.